This is a fragment of Manny Orozco's art piece called Threesome, in which he combines the national anthems of the Philippines, Mexico, and the U.S. in a multimedia installation. This piece was part of the Filipino-American artist art exhibition called Overseas, the summer of 2019 exhibition at the front. Now here's some thoughts from Manny. I was born in Los Angeles, uh, from Los Angeles, at three years old, I moved to Tijuana, but I went to school in San Diego, Southeast San Diego. And not till I was 15, I moved to San Diego. Threesome, that's the name of your piece. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. It's kind of a, it's a joke, of course. I always wanted to name a piece Threesome. Um, and uh, I felt like my multi-identity was, it was perfect. Uh, fit for that. Going all the way back to Spanish colonization, um, Acapulco, Manila, trade. That there's a uh, both both uh, cultures are yet to discover that there's a lot a lot of similarities between themselves, and um, I look forward to seeing like like uh, people finding out more about that. Because uh, it's beautiful. Like, there's a lot of little things that... It's a nice yeah. brotherhood that we can make, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's a lot of... Uh, we're a lot similar than we, than we know. Yeah. This piece is about identity and it's about the intersections between these three cultures. Um, not a lot of people know that Southeast San Diego, when a lot of Filipino immigrants were coming to San Diego, they were kind of forced to live in that part of town because of the racist districting that existed at the time, where Filipino people could only buy homes in that area. Um, so a lot of Mexican immigrants and Filipino immigrants ended up being neighbors because of this. And so our communities not only have that history of colonialization, but we also here in San Diego have a very rich history of being neighbors as well. Welcome to the Front Arte Cultura podcast. The Front is an active art gallery, arts educational space, concert, and meeting venue. Run by Casa Familiar at the heart of San Isidro, California, it stands just one mile away from the international border of San Diego and Tijuana, Mexico.
In this episode, we're going to talk about Overseas, a Filipino-American artist showcase. We will listen to music by local San Diego band T-Rexico, and of course, talk about what's next at the front. The idea about making this exhibition came about after some conversations with Camela Prudencio, Rizzo Javier, and The Front. Camela placed a question on social media looking for Filipino-American artists, curators, and art organization managers within San Diego. The response was overwhelmingly positive, which led to the idea of creating an exhibition centering Filipino-American artists. After a few meetings, the plan was set. Carmela was to curate a group show, and we would include a solo showcase by Rizzo Javier, one of the most well-known Filipino-American artists in the region. As described by Carmela, the show would focus on various diasporic experiences that create interpersonal bonds with the Philippines. In identifying both physical and emotional boundaries in migration and colonial influences, the exhibition showcases how place and proximity reaffirms cultural identity and shapes feelings of home. Now, here's Carmela with a few words from the exhibition. What's happening inside of you? What, what was happening while curating this show? I think I was feeling things that I tried to kind of push down for a very long time. Uh, typically, Filipino people are repressed in emotions, and I think I inherited that from my parents. And so, by curating this show and by connecting with all the artists in this show, it's unraveled a lot that has been under the surface for a really long time and has made me confront a lot of these feelings that aren't necessarily, they're not sad or mad or anything like that. It's just, they just are. And um, I'm excited to be sharing these different experiences with other fellow Filipino artists in San Diego um, and to feel like I'm not alone in how I feel. One of the biggest things that I'm connecting with the most is art as a medium of expression actually so I felt like I have not been able to relate to a lot of art that I see um, in San Diego not that it's bad or anything like that it's just my the narrative that I relate to is not being told and so by seeing this whole exhibition I'm able to connect with these stories because they are the same as my own and so it's giving me a different viewpoint on how San Diego values artists in San here too. Um, and then connecting with these artists, I haven't met a lot of these people before, but I've seen their work and we have bonded through group chats, through talking with each other, through sharing memes, through sharing feelings, food, family. And um, it feels like we've created this community that's going to continue after this show. So um, we've heard that people wanted this show San Diego wanted this show. Why do you think this didn't happen before? I think that the work ethic and the value system of Filipino people is to kind of like work hard and keep your head down. Um, and so that's what I was taught from my father is just, it, you don't have to be loud and proud about what we're doing, just work hard and love your family. And so I think there hasn't been as vocal as a representative out there to advocate for these things. And, um, you know, there is a lot of us in San Diego. San Diego County has the second largest Filipino population in the United States. But this is one of the first times that we are able to tell our stories. And I think it's really unique to be able to do that in proximity to the border, too. 
Do you think there is a connection between Philippines, San Isidro, Tijuana, San Diego? Yes. Um, so because of the lot of the shared colonial influences that the Mexican and Filipino culture both overlap, um, there's a lot of sustainability in our cultures and resiliency in our traditions, in our religion, in our food, in our the way that we interact with our families, um, because we're able to work symbiotically in this community here in San Diego. So for instance, National City, I spent a lot of time when I moved to San Diego in National City and seeing that it's like half Mexican, half Filipino, mm -hmm. essentially, right? And so for them to coexist together in that space is supporting each other at the same time too, whether it's about food, employment, socioeconomic status, the access that we have to education, to art, to all of these things existed together. And I believe that they're working to preserve each other. So we share a lot of things, right? Yes. Um, Filipino and, and Latin communities. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, we see a lot of food in the opening. What's, what's going on with the food? Why food? Why is it so important? I think that it's something that's not really like analyzed or like looked into a lot, but if you go into any Filipino home, they're gonna make you eat. Like, even if you're like, I'm not hungry, like, they're gonna force you to eat. But it's a sign of love. And I think that's how you express yourself is by sharing, is by these nonverbal communicators, like feeding each other and giving love that way. Um, and I feel like that's similar in Mexican cultures as well. It is, yeah. Okay, so one last question. Um, there's a lot of pieces about family. Um, there's at least three pieces with images of grandmas or um, why? Why? So is there like a somehow a, like a feeling of being homesick or a need to connect with the family? I think that that generation of Filipinos who migrated here after our parents did is the closest ties that we'll have to our motherland. So, for instance, for me, being Filipino-American, I'm the first American born here um, in the United States, and my mom came here first, right? I saw her get naturalized, and then she brings, they bring all of their families. So for that generation of grandparents, um, they are able to bring pieces of the Philippines to us here. And so whether that's just in traditions or value systems, they're so connected to the land still and connected to the Philippine culture that we're able to learn a lot about that and feel like we're at home. Contained in this show is Rizal Javier's solo project, Almost Home, where she creates new landscapes that blur the meaning of home by combining images from Mexico and the Philippines. This installation embodies her longing for the Philippines while also exploring her connection to Mexican culture and land. And now we're gonna listen to Rizal Javier. Um, I've been working on this project for a while now without even knowing it. And so basically, um, the first time I went to the Philippines, I had realized, like, I got off the plane and I was like, I feel like I'm in Tijuana, which is, a, it was a funny feeling because after not being there, or after never going there, everybody 
kind of gave me this idea of what it might look like. And I thought it would look like someplace I hadn't been before. And when I arrived, I was like, oh, I've totally been here <laughs> before. And so it made me think like uh, maybe like 10 years prior to even arriving in the Philippines, I uh, had been photographing in Tijuana for a really long time without really realizing like why I like the environment. And so, um, yeah, when I got to the Philippines, I thought, oh, I've been looking for this place wherever, it, uh, like wherever this home is like for a really long time. And um, yeah, then I just started putting the images together and making a landscape that's like half Philippines and half Tijuana. Mm -hmm. And then um, when you had approached me to do the show here, I thought, oh, this is a perfect opportunity because I'd shown the work like, uh, like in Tijuana and in uh, Ensenada. It's been traveling on that side, but it hasn't been over here in the U.S. And so I thought, oh, perfect. It could be here, like right along the border. And then when we came to the building, I thought it was so cool because the walls had all these different panels. And then I thought like with the windows facing the border, like maybe just bring people to the Philippines instead. And so I do have some of the images where I originally put the two locations together but the bulk of the show is actually like taking everybody to the place that I think of when I go to Tijuana. So like, um, I feel like when I go there and there's certain sounds or smells or colors and I think of like my grandma's town and so I guess I just wanted to share that with everybody. So like when people ask me like, why do you always cross or why do you like to go there? I could show them now like, oh, I go here. Like in my head, this is where I go. Yeah, so Rizzle's installation includes huge photographs printed in wallpaper where we see images of Rizzle's grandma, her home, and her neighborhood. Somehow you get lost in the installation, feeling in Tijuana, maybe in San Isidro, and maybe in the Philippines. Yeah, I feel like because I can't easily access uh, the Philippines, that there's a little bit of comfort being able to go across to Mexico and I feel that um, yeah I feel like just that process I feel like the border is a very big topic right now and so I feel like it's important for everyone to think about like how do borders impact me so I know that we see a lot of stuff in the media and a lot of people might be thinking like oh it's happening to other people but I really feel that it's actually related to everyone maybe people aren't thinking about how it affects them yet. And so, yeah, I just feel like what's going on right now and then having access to this space, being close to the border, um, yeah, it just feels like it was uh, the perfect place to have the show. So do you feel home here or almost home? Where do you feel home? I would say I actually feel um, the closest to home right now because I always feel like especially when I talk to my friends in my community, that I'm always talking of this place. And so if you're listening right now and you know me, you're like, oh my gosh, you probably talk, like they, I know, they think like, oh, she talks about the Philippines all the time. But there's a comfort today, like I feel like I, I'm gonna talk about it in a different way, like the way that other people are experiencing it. And that's really nice because I feel like I never get to do that. Because whenever I go, I always go alone. I can't really take friends with me. Um, it costs a lot of money <laughs> to go over there. And so, yeah, there's some comfort in being able to share the Philippines with people in the gallery today. 
A huge image of Rizzle's grandma stares out the window at the front of the gallery, looking in the direction of the border and of Tijuana. Yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like my grandma's the one that I feel the closest to in my family. And spiritually, I feel like I try to bring her in places um, that are important to me. And when I do things that are important um, for myself. And so, yeah, it just feels, um, it feels like she's here. Yeah, it feels like it's like she's kind of looking over the space and like the when I look at the photos, I feel like that's how she would kind of be. She'd be like, you know, sitting in the corner watching people, how are they enjoying the exhibition and stuff. And so, yeah, it feels like she's kind of here with me and uh, people are asking stories about who she is. And so it's kind of making her come alive. Like she's yeah. here and I'm talking about her because people are asking. Now, let's hear a few words by artist Goldie Lamore, also part of this exhibition. Seeing the turnout of this and like, the energy from like the process in this gallery, like it was a reaffirmation about just how much I was taking my culture for granted. Like I'm seeing grandmas at an art, I'm seeing Lola's at an art show. That's a big deal. That's like, that, that touches me. Like that's why I want to keep on doing this. Like, um, So you think this, this exhibition was needed? And, and what I see, I mean, we have a huge crowd. Definitely. It's huge. Dude, in so, less than 30 minutes. In less than 30 minutes, this place was packed. And, and people brought food, artists brought food that their moms made, their families made. How do you feel about that? The contribution? Wow. Very selfless. Um, again, reaffirmation of just like how first-generation Filipinos are trying to support second-generation like individuals living here the the, the Filipino individuals that grew up here in the US having to battle those uh, constructs of you know traditional Filipino ideals versus what you what you grew up with you know I'm gonna be in my late like early 30s and turn 30 so like you know take a lot in you do take a lot in and it's not from your homeland it's not from your it's not from your, your motherland, it's, it's here in the U.S. There's a lot of conflict, um, but this is a healing process. I feel like this is like something that counteracts the conflict. Having something as, like, having something as, as beautiful as this, man. Like, these artists are very, like, all these artists, man. Like, just, ex they're exposing this vulnerable side of themselves. Like... And it's collective, so yes, like, once again, the energy, the energy through the show is like, it's reaffirmation. Now, we'll play a song by San Diego's loco retro-esque drink pop band, T-Rexico, titled, I'll Find Her There.
Coming up at the front, on August 10th, an experimental music concert with artists from San Francisco and San Diego. On August 14th, a performance by Victoria Proxy and a conversation with artists from the current exhibition overseas. Next month, an electronic art exhibition called Meta Affection, exploring the possibilities and the relationships between humans and technology. Thank you everybody for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My name is Hector Castro. And I'm Carla Lena Garcia. Produced by Francisco M. Till next time. Remember to support the Front's mission by donating to our PayPal. Donations at casafamiliar.org.